Hey there, traders. It is that time of the week again. We are here and ready to do some live trading and backtesting with you. Now, the price of admission to today's episode is super, super easy. I need you to go to the chat box there on your platform, type in the number one stock that you did the best on this week, right? the one that you're bragging about, the one that you're, you know, you called up your mom and you're like, mom, guess what? I did it. I made it. I made it happen. And then I also need you to put in the stock that didn't work for you. The stock that you called up Robinhood, right? You didn't call your mom this time. You called Robinhood and you're like, hey, uh, what's your return policy on stocks? This one didn't work for me. Let's, let's, let's do an undo on that, right? Can I get a do over? Do that for me in the chat box right there because we will backtest those guys and let me know your favorite stocks of the week. Let me know the ones that took your lunch money and let's get right into it. This is the How to Trade Stocks Options Podcast brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Are you ready to finally learn how the market really works? Well, now's your chance. I have a free book for you over at secretinvestingbook.com. And this outlines 13 of the biggest secrets that Wall Street doesn't want you to know, like how to get a positively unfair advantage in the stock market. This is everything you're going to need all in one place. And the way to get this is by going to secretinvestingbook.com. Now, this book is free. It is free for you. I paid for the book. I just need you to help me out by covering the shipping from our office to your house. So go to Secret Investing Book right now. Get your free copy today, and I'll ship this out right away, and you can get the positively unfair advantage in the stock market by reading these 13 secrets that Wall Street does not want you to know. So get your free book over at secretinvestingbook.com today. The How to Trade Stock Options podcast is now exclusively on sharevision.com, the first dedicated streaming platform for the world of finance. And that's where you can find us every single week over at sharevision.com. Just head to sharevision.com to learn more and type in 10 minute stock trader in the search bar. Come like and subscribe. I can't wait to see you over there at sharevision.com, the first dedicated streaming platform for the world of finance. Thank you so much, guys, for letting me come back and hang with you. This is live trading and backtesting with me. My my name is Christopher Yule. My website is 10minutestocktrader.com, where we help traders of all skill levels take the guesswork out of trading in only about 10 minutes a day. Now, I actually just released my newest book called The Secret Investing Book, and I'll tell you on later on exactly how to get a free copy of The Secret Investing Book. So stay tuned for that. But in the chat box, let's go. Let me see your favorite stocks of the week the ones that worked for you and the ones that didn't work for you. It's okay. It's so hard for uh, people who aren't in our world or who aren't trading on a day-to-day basis to know, hey, you know what? Losing trades is part of the game. It's okay. It's how you manage those losing trades, right? You got to have your winners be bigger than your losers. And when you do that, it doesn't work too hard. So let's see who's in the chat box right now. Light it up. Let's see. Money Mitch is here. We've got Daniel back again. Good to see you, Daniel. Quantum. He's looking at AMD. Mitch is looking at LTHM. Ballo Ferris is looking at Rivian. Uh, best and worst was AMD. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Light it up in the chat. Uh, Money Mitch had a bad week in the, in the uh, CGC. Quantum was talking about bag holding some AMD shares, but options were good. NNDM from Daniel. Trade Green. Oh, another AMD. Okay, that was a popular one this week. 
let's do this. Before we get into that, I'm going to give you guys just a couple minutes to type in your favorite stocks of the week, the ones that you want to see back tested right here on the platform live. And uh, I want to take a look at the market analysis. So the way that I trade, I consider it, um, I don't like to label myself. I'm definitely not a perma bear or perma bull. I'm not perma anything. I'm an opportunist. And right now, this market seems to like may have hit a, a wall, I guess you could say, right? We came up through this really strong trend, and then we got over the second Keltner channel. That's one of the metrics I use to determine an overbought situation. And just like that, started coming back down. Now, this is clearly not me saying that, oh, the market's going to go down anytime soon. But what we do need to look at are a couple of moving averages here. And I'll, I'll try and keep this simple. Looking at this, I want to see the 10-day moving average, 10-day uh, exponential EMA, which is the blue line. I want to see that over the 20-day, which is the black line. So the 10 over the 20. Then I want to see price over the 50-day. You have those three things lined up there. That's a bullish trend. Now, Technically, this is still a bullish trend, but that doesn't mean that this is a bullish posture right now because we need to look a little bit deeper. We need to look under the surface. One of the ways that I look to look like to look under the surface is by using MMFI. This is an indicator that tells you what percent of stocks are over their own 50-day moving average, right? So we want to see the market over the 50-day, which is the red line, but we also want to see a bunch of stocks setting up to be over their own 50-day moving averages. And I like to see it over 50%, but right now, we just gave that up. We're down at 48%. So what this means to me is that the market is a little bit uh, unbalanced. It's not really bullish and it's not really bearish. And there are times, and this may be one of those times, where the best trade to make is holding cash, waiting with positions that are winning for you, cutting your losers like you've probably already done, and then just holding in cash until the market trend can be determined. So let me do this. I want to ask you a question. Do you think the market's still bullish? Or do you think the market's still bearish? In the chat box, I want you to type in bull if you think the market is still looking bullish. But also in the chat box, if you think, you know what? Now nah, this is the start of another bear run. Type in bear. I want to know. I want to get your opinion. I want to feel what you're feeling right now. So put in your favorite stocks, the ones that you really made the most money on, the ones that didn't work for you this week. That's totally okay. And then put in bull or bear to let me know which one of these two directions you think we're going to go. I don't know. I don't claim to know. I'd love to see what you got. All right. And with that being said, we got a few more people who've come online. I see uh, Trade Green. I see Zen Bullish. I see TA. And Raman is saying he's looking at the bear side. Could be. Could definitely be. Certainly the bull side is running out. That's what I'm seeing right here. Uh, Patrick. Wants to look at Apple. Uh, Devon says a bear. Christian says bear and completely broken. Patrick says bear. Let's do this. If you haven't already hit the like button, it's right there by the chat box. Go ahead and, and very gently, don't smash it. I really care about the device that you're using this on. Okay. I want you to gently tap the like button. Give it, give it a little bit of a, a massage. Tap that like button. Light it up because we are always getting into it, because Zen Bullish says he's always bullish, and I am ready, if you guys are ready, to start looking at some back tests. So I'm gonna clear up my charts here so we can be all on the same playing field. I'm gonna take off all my notes, gonna take off all my moving averages, except 
per one. One simple line. But in reality, that's what we're going to look at here. We're going to look at the 10-day exponential moving average, which is the blue line. So what we're going to do is we're going to set up a backtest. This will take just a second here. There's no coding required. This is super easy. This is the trend. The, uh, the platform I use is called Trend Spider. If you are interested in using Trend Spider, uh, I have a discount code for you. It's 10MINUTE, 10 minute. And that discount code will get you at least 30% off. And if they're running a promotion, it'll match that promotion no matter what. So let's take a look at this. I want to see entry points over the 10 day exponential and exit points under the 10 day exponential, right? And here's a great example entry right here exit right here. Okay. So let's do that. Let's, let's create this real quick. We're going to say add a parameter for entry. If condition price close greater than indicator exponential 10. Now that's our entry criteria. Now we're going to say for our exit criteria of uh, condition price close less than indicator 10. Now, like I say, we're only looking at the 10 day. You could go in on your own and look at the 20 day, the 50 day, the seven day, the any day you want to look at day. But the point is, is we're having one variable and that variable is, is price over or is price under this particular exponential moving average. Now, I like the 10 day. That's my personal favorite. And then we're also going to look at uh, a thousand candles. That gets us about four years of data. Now, doing this, it's going to provide two numbers here. The first number here is the backtester result. So when we run this on the SPY, we see a 20% return. That's not too shabby at all. This number over here is the price difference between a thousand candles ago to today. Okay. That's exactly just like throwing a dart, buying the stock, holding it a thousand candles, and then looking at it today, it's up 65%. That doesn't mean that the strategy doesn't work. In fact, the way I look at it, is it's positive expectancy, okay? Over 82, 82 times that this has happened, this has a 20% return. You just happen to get lucky a thousand candles ago and it's gone up 65%. That's the way I interpret this. So, all right, let me start at the top. If you haven't already in the chat box, put in your favorite stock, put in your least favorite stock. Tell me if you're feeling bullish or bearish on this market and very gently, tap that like button very, very gently. Uh, I do see a, a few more comments coming through. J Jomo TQ says there's a third element. That's the herders of the bulls and bears, also known as the whale hedgers. You know what? That's a good point. Uh, the way that I work with that, I trade at the end of the day. I trade in the last 30 minutes of the day. It takes about 10 minutes at a time. And the reason I trade at the end of the day is exactly what you're saying. The whales, right? The institutions, the JP Morgans, the Goldman Sachs of the world, they're putting their trades on in the last hour of the day. Um, all the uh, family offices that are controlling tons of funds at the end of the day. All the hedge fund traders at the end of the day. Look at that. That's where I look at. And really, when you run a back test like this, it's only looking at the close price. When does the close price come? At the end of the day. So yeah, absolutely. TA says it's a kangaroo market. I'll tell you. Uh, yeah, I agree. I was, I was going to try some, try and say something smart, but I, I don't know any Australian slang. Um, funny story. I was on, uh, so I was on TV, uh, talking about stocks one time and, and the, the station was in Australia and we were talking about Walmart, the stock. 
And uh, the young lady on on the screen, she she had worked here at Disney World because, um, you know, they have international employees at Disney World. She worked at Disney World and she said that she was just amazed by Walmart because you could have M&Ms right next to the shotguns. And she just thought that was the craziest thing she'd ever seen. And I said, do you have any Walmarts in Australia? And and clearly I did not see this coming. And she goes, no. And and so me and my family. We, we just we just laugh about that that accent being so different than what we're used to. I live here in Texas, right? With the nar, like there was an R on the end of the the no. So I thought that was really interesting. For the kangaroo market, nar? I don't know. I don't know. Daniel says spies bullish over four forty seven. Black Mage says, well, when the POTUS is singing publicly, he's going after companies that tends to kill the market. Uh. I don't follow news, man. Uh, that's actually the first I've heard this. You can definitely tell me more. And no, it's not just his comments bringing the market down, but they didn't help. Didn't help. When do you start this charting value? Do Hang on. When you do this charting, what value do the candles have? And what is it that you use the trades when you do this charting? So I'm looking at the end of day prices. That's what this is here. It's a daily chart. The... Uh, the back testing here is done on the close price. I mean, you can set it to be the the midpoint. Uh, you can set it to be on the open. I like it on the close price because really that's the only time of the day that matters is the close price. Mondo says SPXs. Symbolish says so true. We aren't trading against bulls or bears. We're trading against the hedge funds. Yeah, yeah. That's why you wait till the end of the day. Let them tell you where they're going. All right, let's start at the top. Daniel wanted to check out EVGO. 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 Oh man, look at this back test, right? This is what I love to see. When the back test, I'm gonna make this bigger here, make it bigger for you. When the back tested result like totally smashes the stock result, right? So the stock in the last thousand candles, or since it was a IPO back in 2020, the stock is up 33%. Not too shabby. The strategy is up 139%. So you're probably thinking to yourself, how, how does that work? How can that be? The way it works is when the market's going up, you get to participate, right? So here is an entry point right here across over, give a circle to work across over the blue line and you get to hold it. You're not trying to catch the top. You're trying to make sure that you go as far as the data will let you. And then here is the exit point. Okay. It went up 63%, 63% during that time. And then when it went below the 10 day, you don't have to participate. You go to cash. That is how it goes from 33% on the stock to 139% following a strategy like this. So this is called trend following. And in a simplified terms, that's really it. When it goes up, you let it go as far as it can until it starts to come back down. And then you get out. But you got to have a plan in place to make that happen. So, yeah, that's a good one, Daniel. I like that one. Daniel usually comes with some pretty hot picks there. That's a good one. All right, Quantum. And a few other people are looking at AMD. Oh, oh, oh. Let me, I, I'm going to go to HPQ real quick. Because this one I talked last week. And I was in HPQ, right? And then it got smushed, right? These are my notes. This is where I got in. 39.50. This is where I planned to get out was 38.76. And then it gapped down and I was able to get out 36.48 by the end of that day there. Now, of course, that's super frustrating, but that was because, um, in my opinion, 
This is some uh, some of the hot baloney that can be done legally. Uh, I believe it was JP Morgan put out a statement saying that their price target for HPQ was like 30 bucks when it was at 38, 39. So because they decided they had a price target of $30, the market reacted. Is that fair for you and me? Not at all. Is that part of life? Absolutely. Is that why you structure your trades? You have small losses, 100%. That's also why, that's one of those variables you can't control, why position sizing is so important. Because if you had everything in your trade and someone releases news like that, right? The, the, it, it, it was 30% from where it was at, 30% down. Our uh, My price target for HPQ is 30% below where it's at today. And people move on that. Yeah, that sucks. And I know I bring that up because I know that that happened in AMD as well. Same day they released that same sort of uh, guidance. <laughs> Let's call it that. Yeah. Release some sort of guidance. And then, yeah, it's been tracking down ever since then. So it is a really frustrating situation. I agree. But also we as traders have to adapt, right? Flex, uh, there's a, a fantastic quote, rigid in your plan, flexible in the outcome because you can't control the outcome. So this one has 160% return on the back test versus the stock being up 925%. Now, granted, we can't control what the stock does, but we can control our entries and exits. And using the system, just a tiny bit of 160%. So that was a good one. Uh, let's see. LTHM from my friend Money Mitch. LTHM. By the way, if you like AMD or if you put in AMD... Do me a favor and hit that like button. Smash it. No, don't smash it. Gently tickle it. How's that sound? So LTHM. This is this is one of those times where it's a stock that is better to invest in than trade in. The stock is up 58% since uh, 2019. The strategy just doesn't work on this stock. Negative 66%. When I see that, when I see my strategy doesn't work for this stock, that's okay. I just know I got to move on to a different stock or change up my strategy. Rivian. Uh, what is that? R-V-I-N, right? No. R-V-I-N. R-I-V-N. There it is. Okay. So Rivian's down 59% since November 2021. Uh, it's not much data to go on, really. Not much data to go on, but it's down 59% since the IPO. The strategy is down 22%. So it outperforms. <laughs> but yeah, this uh, this is definitely not one to trade in that manner. Uh, Quantum was looking at AMD, which we looked at. Money Mitch also was looking at CGC. Cannabis or canopy growth. Again, stock down 69%. The back test is down 29%. Significant outperformance. But neither one is all that great. So Money Mitch, man. Tough luck on those guy. All right, AMD. Don't oh, know there what I'm doing. <laughs> Daniel's looking at NNMD. NNM, NNDM. There we go. Okay. I say it correctly. Whoa. All right. So check this out. Negative 78% on the stock. That's That's pretty ugly. The strategy, negative 4.5%. Now, granted, I'm not saying that, that it's awesome. I'm not saying this is awesome. 
But if you were trading this, if you were bound and determined to trade this, you actually be a lot better off than just buying the stock outright. So that was a pretty good one. Interest in anyways. All right, Trade Green is looking at SSTWS. SSTWS. I have no matches found for that. Don't worry about it. Let me get another one for you, Trade Green. Then we got Zim Bullish looking at Twitter. Man, this ain't fair. This ain't fair on Twitter. Because we got my friend Elon buying buying basically all the company. Elon's now the CEO of, of Twitter because he owns it. Well, he owns at least 10% of it. 145%. And check this out, right? Check this out. If you were following a trend following strategy, you would have got in at 34. You would have got in at this crossover here at 34. And Elon's doing whatever Elon's going to do. And his news gets announced up here. Okay. At 50 something dollars. You could have had all of that just by following the strategy. 145%. Uh, I, one of the... One of the books that I learned to trade from, it's called How, How I Made $2 Million in the Stock Market. And it kind of went a lot like this, right? The price will move before the news is announced. It's exactly what you saw in Twitter. The price moved before the announcement came out. All right, TA looked at LLY. Oh man, beautiful. And look at how it trended in its back test. That's why we do this because while past performance is not indicative of future results, history does rhyme. So the entry point was all the way down here at 242. Today, 306 with 135% on the back test there. Looking great. Robin's bearish. Robin is bearish. Patrick wants to look at Apple. Oh, snap. I traded this one. Those are my notes on there. I got in Apple at 168. I did not add because it was not set up at these two entry points here. Always average up, never average down. Uh, but then it hit a little choppy zone and I got out at 173. Today we're looking at 171. Now the back test here shows 122%. So if you want to see the way I trade, there's my notes right there. Get in, watch the trend as it goes. If the trend reverses, you get out. That's how I trade. Uh, let's see what's next. What's next? Let's keep looking. Let's keep looking. Scrolling down. General Dynamics from David. Is that, that is GD, right? Yeah. General Dynamics. Uh, oh, this is a sleeper. 5% on the stock, 5% on the strategy. Uh, now, the reason you're not seeing the backtest out there, there right now is because it just right now would be active as of like today. So in the next couple of days, it'll show out there. That's a sleeper. It doesn't mean it's bad. 5%, still 5%. Joe was looking at FRGE. Forge Global Holdings. Wow, check this out. They they clearly had something that happened. Joe, I hope you got in before the something happened. Uh, the result is 114% versus 136% on the stock price. So if you were able to get that, you did really, really well. Did really well. Yogi Bull, he's back with a new profile picture. You made it today. Hey, how are you? Crypto Hunter. I remember when you were bearish on Tesla at 700. Hey, you know what? Here's a fact. I don't know if you know this. I'm human. And you know what else is a fact, Crypto Hunter? Is that 
at that time, I was bearish. But that doesn't mean I have to stay bearish. Okay? Flexible in your plan. Or I'm sorry, rigid in your plan, flexible in your expectations. By the way, Crypto Hunter, since you're so smart, I bet you've never, ever had a losing trade. Dude, it was going down. And so I was bearish. And guess what? It decided to go up. And so I got bullish. So don't think that you're smarter than me. Okay? You can change your perspective. You can change your plan. It's okay. Now it's up at 1,045. And right now, it looks pretty darn good. 817% on the back test. Let's keep going here. Um, let me see. Let me see. AM. Do you get on the first signal or wait for some confirmation? Here's the way that trend following can really work for you, no matter what, is if you see a price going up, right? Let's say you see a stock that's gone from five to 15 and you like it. You're like, hey, I love this stock. It's gone from five to $15. You can still get it at 15, right? You just got to know where your exit point is at. If, you're, if you only want to risk a dollar, you can get in at 15. Just know that you're going to get out 14. And if it goes up to 27, just know you're going to get out 26. You just risk a dollar. You know what? That's part of trading. Sometimes they change directions. Mondo. Yep. Okay. M-N-D-O. M-N-D-O. There we go. That is Mind CTI LTD. 18.96%. Although right now it is uh, it is looking bearish. And hey, listen, I don't know. I, it could definitely go to zero or it could go up from this point because Crypto Hunter, you should ask him, okay? I'm just saying because at this point, it's looking bearish, but it might go up tomorrow, Christian. And if it does, you should ask Crypto Hunter. He knows all about that. Hot baloney. That's the way I talk for sure. Uh, Yogi Bull says, I recently have to miss your live stream because of work. Happy to catch it with you. You are good, my friend. Quantum's looking at lithium right up there with coal. JP Morgan. All right, Dan, let's take a look at JP Morgan. And I'm going to have to bail here in just a minute. Oh, check this one out. 20% on the stock in the last thousand candles, but only 1% following the strategy. So when I see that, that means you just got to change it up, right? Maybe the five does better. Maybe the 20 does better. Just take a look at it. But right now, coming into earnings, it is looking bearish. But listen. Crypto Hunter knows more than I do, so you should ask him. It could probably go up to a thousand before the end of the week, so I don't know. <laughs> WWE. WWE. Wow, check this one out. I love this. Look at a painting in its back test so beautifully. 131%. That was a good one, AM. Quantum asks Does the back testing give you better information for long term or day trades? The way I look at it, is I'm really only in stocks for about a week at a time. Uh, I like to uh, buy deep in the money call options if I'm going long, let them work. And when it stops working, when the price you know changes direction, then I get out and that's okay. That's just how it goes. Uh, but for me, I don't look at it as a day trading uh, situation. Definitely not one of the ways that I like to do it. Uh, but I tell you what, Yogi Bull gets the last one of the day. I like working with Yogi Bull. He wants to look at GME. And actually, perfectly timed because I want to talk about GME real quick. So GME, while it's up a thousand percent in the last thousand candles, it's also up a thousand sixty-two percent 
whenever you're following the strategy. So listen, you don't have to take those big losses when it starts to come back down. You know an exit point. So we just spent the last half hour working with you to develop an offensive way to find some really great setups. But what I want to do is I want to give you a copy, a free copy of the Secret Investing Book. But I also want to do you one better. If you go to, let me put it into the comments here. Uh, that's not the one I'm looking for. I'm looking for, looking for, create a banner real quick. Webinar com. Go there. There, I am putting on a webinar just like we're doing right now on Friday at webinar.10minutestocktrader.com. And the reason I'm doing this particular webinar is I was, I was talking to a, a fellow dad in the scout group, and he was talking about how he traded GME, just like Z, uh, 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 Yogi Bull was talking about. But he basically gave away all his profits. And so I thought, you know what? Let's take a look at how to finally trade without regrets. Let's work on how you can trade without regrets, how you can get the most out of your profits and take the least out of those losses. And the way to get there is webinar.10minutestocktrader.com. And when you go there and register, I'll send you a free copy of this book. So all you got to do, go register at um, webinar.10minutestocktrader.com. This is a live webinar Friday. I'll be hanging with you and you get a free book when you go there too. So guys, thank you so much for letting me come and hang with you today. I apologize for going a little bit long. I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of the week. Make sure to go to webinar.10minstocktrader.com to register. I'll see you there. Have a great afternoon. Thank you, Benzinga, for letting me come on. Hey, don't forget, before you head out, head to secretinvestingbook.com right now to get your free copy of The Secret Investing Book. This is how to finally get a positively unfair advantage in the stock market. And it has 13 of the secrets that Wall Street does not want you to know. And I want to send this to you for free today. Just help me by covering shipping. And the way you can do that is by going to secretinvestingbook.com. That's secretinvestingbook.com. And I'll ship this out for you right away. Thanks so much. I'll see you there.